sense that wasn't good at all no no, that was funny no it wasn't (laughs) dylan's still stuck in about five minutes ago (laughs) it's late over there it's probably like 8 8 30 it's after six o'clock no no i mean at dylan's land if we wanted an opening target i mean wow you'll understand why i said target when i say this mech conversation The U.S. launched a missile attack at a Syrian airbase. Beauty and the Beast, everybody! (laughs) And welcome to the the Down in Front Podcast. How's how's it going, everyone? Well, cool! Well, this is uh, weird, huh? Uh, I will be your host this evening, and my name is Warren. And with me, I have a bunch of my best friends and a lot of special guests. A lot of first times people, so I'm super, super excited to meet and chat about our, th- our feature title, which is going to be Beauty and the Beast, one of the new, um, I was going to say Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> We've been doing way too many of those. Uh, way too many of those, man. Uh, one of the new kind of Disney adaptation of the live action film starring Dan Stevens and Emma Watson and surprisingly to me, a bunch of other a people. A lot of people. Yeah, which is awesome. But, but it's like all those movies, like they all just, because they're easy, they're, all the animated movies you get like. 90 famous people in it that can just record it in their closets. Which is awesome. It's awesome. It's I mean, great. They need to do that more often. Seriously. No. It makes them classical, I think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but let's actually do a bit of a roundtable. I'm going to start with uh, some of the old people here, and then we're going to get to some of our new special guests. So, uh, Mike, the uh, sound and engineer extraordinaire. Do I have to go all James McAvoy and be split? You said old people. Yeah. <laughs> you do. Am I more than one person? <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, you are. That's a callback. Callback. I mean, that is a callback, because I don't think anybody else is... Like, Listen to that she, episode. She gasped. Oh, no, like, I, uh, like, I, I she liked the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. She liked the movie. Yes, oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you saw it yesterday? It's out? No, I, no, 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 I listened, listened to it. Oh, listen to it. Oh, okay. I saw right. it a while ago. That's fair. Good stuff. Well, Mike, how's it going? Oh, it's not too bad. Um, what, you, uh, what, what, you, uh, what you sipping on? What you been watching recently? I, uh, so I'm sipping on something called uh, Angry Bunch. It's a Zinfandel. It's not that good. Oh. I'd skip it. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. Can I try? It has a weird taste or a weird smell. Like, I think Zinfandels are great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Is it yeah, like the sour? Dollar fifty cent Zinfandels are not great. Honestly, it was. That one's fifteen dollars. Yeah, fifteen bucks. It's it. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, that's a bit out of my price range. Fifteen dollars. Yeah, I'm working a Sunday this week, so it's that's where I'm. That's why I'm splurging. I like that. You like it? You like it? Uh, well, it does taste we as though it has to be chilled. But yeah. Um, yeah, I think you're right. It might be because it's that initial taste, uh, yeah. smell, whatever. Um, in terms of what I've been watching, uh, I finally got around to the Dave Chappelle uh, specials. No spoilers. I no, I, no, I, okay, I won't. So I watched the. Uh, I sounded like a madman because I watched one of them on my own just in my room with all my roommates or like in other rooms and I was just like losing my mind by myself I watched the second one 
with one of my roommates. We it was a Saturday night. It was eleven thirty, and we were sitting there drinking tea, watching Dave Dave Chappelle. And at like twelve, when it was over, we just kind of looked at each other. We're like, "Well, that's about enough for tonight." And then we just like went, like it was the most old man night I've ever had in my entire life. Old man called that thing. It was no, it was it was fun though. Ah, uh, he still is amazing. Like he is just the best. I think Good. when you think about it, like. Uh, the people that you remember, like, you know, Charlie Chaplin, um, I'm trying to think of a good one from the 60s and my memory's failing me right now, but like, you know, Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, like, I legitimately think 100 years from now, Chappelle will actually be still relevant and still, you know, you can go back and look at those things and still find joy in them. Nice. Good stuff. Well, thanks. Thanks so much. You're welcome. Um, let's actually get to some of the, uh, new faces here, and we actually have a new guest, and I want to introduce here. How's it going? That's me. That is you. Hello. My name is Caroline. Hello, Caroline. Hello. Welcome to the Donna Friend Podcast thank Show. Thank you. I am excited to be here. Uh, so I would say, what are you drinking? What you've been watching normally? And uh, I guess what kind of makes you nerdy? Okay. If well, to be quite honest, I've had a beer, a glass of wine, but my featured drink is champagne because I thought it kind of went with the theme of the topic we'd be talking about. <laughs> Um, what I've been watching lately, just finished Big Little Lies, yes. which was phenomenal. Oh my gosh, like, spoiler alert, it was awesome. Oh, okay, I was like, so, <laughs> I was about to say, for the people who haven't no. seen Big Little Lies. <laughs> no, it was, it years. was so good, and it made my, like, womanly heart soar. It was just, yes, right? It was so this awesome. is the show that yeah. I should check out? Everyone should watch it. I've actually had a, I've gotten like kind of looped into watch. I think like five or six episodes. Oh. But I was yeah. So only like seven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, every time I'm over there, you like you're all watching. I was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's on HBO. Yep. Okay. It stars Nicole. Uh, oh, everyone. Yeah, everyone. Like, yeah. Nicole Kidman, Reese Witherspoon, Chainlene Woodley, uh, Zoe Kravitz. Laura Dern. Adam like Scott? All of fucking... Laura Dern's Adam, Adam Scott, right? Yes, Adam Scott, Alexander Skarsgård, um, and, you know, all those other cool folks. But, so that that was a really uh, great show. Um, when I'm feeling blue, I uh, always catch up on It's Always Sunny. Nice. Obviously. I'm, I'm trying to get through that. Yeah, I know. We, we watched uh, the Nightman Cometh episode the other night, and I have had the song stuck in my head all day. Um, I love Danny DeVito. He's such a small, weird, little, lovable man. Um, oh, and speaking of lovable characters, what I am currently really into is Narcos. Oh. Pablo Escobar... He's a family man. Oh, he, uh, <laughs> out of, wait! Out of all the characters to choose, I was like, uh, lovable. He's such a family man. I respect that. But that's a really good show. Yeah. On, I just started season two. So. The guy, the guy who plays Pablo Escobar is absolutely phenomenal. He's in that. Scary. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Uh, have you seen Narcos? Mike? I haven't. No. Any of you seen Narcos? But, Spoiler I've seen alert. a couple episodes, but that's like. That's like saying Whitey Bulger is a family man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I mean, you do anything for family, yeah. man. 
for family. And I think that just explained how nerdy I was, so we can move on. So I would say if there's one movie that comes on TV, like randomly, what's like one movie that you can name that if it comes up on TV, you'll have to, you'll probably be like, oh, I got some time. You'll sit down and watch it, and you'll also watch through the commercials just to get back to the movie. Oh, every time any Lord of the Rings movie is on, even though you have it on them all on DVD. Which version? Not the extended cut. Mike is so upset right now. I'm not upset. I'm disappointed. (laughs) That's worse. (laughs) I love that. But that's probably one that I, yeah. Yep. To answer your question, Lord of the Rings. There you go. Cool. That trilogy. Well, I want to say thanks so much for um, coming. I'm really excited to talk about this. You were super excited to talk about this. I so, am super uh, excited. About this movie. And way back when, one of my best friends ever, literally cannot love them enough. We go way back. I have my best friend, Megan. How's it going, Megan? <laughs> it's great. <laughs> <laughs> coming in all the way from California. So I want to say thank you so much. Uh, for joining us, we're super excited. I know we uh, we I probably talked shit about you at one of the episodes earlier, so I apologize. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> but uh, so it, easy. it was Derek's fault, so I was gonna throw Derek under the bus here. But Megan, how's it going? It's good. Good. What uh? So what are you? What have you been watching? What are you drinking? What makes you nerdy? And the same question I posed to Caroline is uh, you know one movie if it pops up, not Harry Potter. But one other movie, if it pops... <laughs> I know. One other movie, if it pops on TV, which one did you want to... It's easy. Harry Potter's easy. I think everyone. Uh, yeah. yeah. And it's on, like, every weekend, so... <laughs> yeah. Not ha- every weekend is Harry Potter weekend. I also have been watching Big Little Lies, um, mainly because it's based off a book, and I love anything based off a book. <laughs> Great book. Uh, <laughs> I watched it with my roommate, who didn't read the book, and she kind of hated it. But I feel like if you know the story going into it, there are so many little nuances in it that just blow your mind in every episode because you know what's coming and they're slowly leading into it. Um, Another thing I've been watching also based off a book is 13 Reasons Why. It just came out on Netflix. Oh, I I just saw that. I've been hearing so many things about it. It's good. It's dark. (laughs) It's a little dark? It's about a girl who committed suicide and the 13 reasons why. Oh, okay. And each reason is a person. <laughs> so. Oh, fuck. Oh. <laughs> oh. Why are we all laughing? Yeah. Like, every single person has a smile on because their face right now. Because we're uncomfortable with this. <laughs> because of Dylan. Yeah, Dylan. <laughs> Dylan's slow <laughs> realization. No. <laughs> I do love you, but... Who doesn't? Um... What are the other questions? <laughs> what are you drinking? What are you drinking? What are you drinking? Oh, good question. Best question. I am drinking Apothic Rosé for the very first time. Yes. <laughs> also because it kind of fits with the theme of tonight. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the rose, I get it. It's a, it's good. I'm not really a rosé person, but it's chilled. Good, good, so. I'm not in marketing. I don't know if you can tell. One of my favorite movies that I would sit down and watch if it were on TV 
Guilty pleasure, any Fast and the Furious movie. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Ew. I've never seen one of them. Yes, you have. You've definitely seen uh, one of them. I've never seen any You weren't a part of this. Uh, you cannot nope. knock anyone's, like... <laughs> Guilty pleasure. Except oh, for no, me. Except no, she for admitted it was a guilty thing. No, you, just gotta... you can knock it for sure. It's awful. Meg, is it your favorite part when Vin Diesel like launches the car off the building and then like throws the bag of grenades oh, on the my helicopter God. and then shoots the bag of grenades <laughs> and then lands it and then blows up the helicopter? Yeah. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Admittedly, uh, have never seen any of those yeah. movies. Yeah. Oof. My That's other option shame. to say, yeah. which you would have made fun of me for, <laughs> also, is any rom com with any of the Ryans or Chris's of Hollywood. The Ryans or Chris's? Ryan Reynolds. Oh. Ryan Gosling. Chris mm. Pratt. Oh, okay. Ryan Gosling. Yeah. I mean, I love me some Ryan Gosling. Mm. Good. Yeah. Good. You know, he was supposed to be the Beast in this new one, but he didn't turn out. And I also heard that Emma Watson was yes. going to be in La La Land. Which I'm glad she wasn't. But. No, it was Emma Stone. Or Emma Stone was offered. Uh, nope. No, I think it was the no, other she, way. No, oh, really? It Emma all Watson worked was out the way it should have yeah. worked out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah. Which is which is good. Yeah. Cool. Yep. So I'll say thank you so much for um, finally being on the actual show. We hope that we uh, you're actually there and chatting it up with a bunch of all of our Ryan Dowds in the world. So I'll say thank you for that. Uh, yeah. Ryan yeah. That's all of our fans. Sorry. A little bit of an inside joke. <laughs> He's the only fan. Uh, oh, one yeah. of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he doesn't even listen to this. But, uh, <laughs> he, he gave up somewhere around Ant-Man. Yeah. Oh, that, I mean, that was also like almost three hours. So Yeah, that's true. That was amazing. And we recorded it on the floor in Jesse's old apartment. Remember that? You were, I almost, yeah, it was, yeah. My, it was my debut. I almost yeah. fell off a stool. Yeah, I was, was drinking beer oh. that was 7%, and I didn't know that. Oh. I, I got like two in, I was just like, well. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was phenomenal. But uh, And last but not least, um, I have my other best friend, my life soul partner. <laughs> I actually am recording the video on this one. (laughs) Um, Dylan, the main man, Pootie Tang. How's it going, man? Hey, how's it going? What's going on? Not much, not much. Good to see you, man. I want to also offer those same questions of, you know, what are you drinking? What have you been watching? Things that kind of make you nerdy. And one movie that you probably see on TV that you can't just get away from. You'll sit oh. down and even say, you know what? I'll be late for work so I can just get this one perfect part. <laughs> that one's super easy, though. I'll answer that. Nice. Um, right now I'm drinking, obviously, some cores. <laughs> oh, things? Out of all the beers. Hey, hey I'm here in Denver. You got it. You got to support but I'm also drinking some copper kettle. So it's a it's a little lager. It's pretty tasty. Nice. I'm I'm digging. It's the first time I ever had it. But I go to this place down the street, and they literally have I don't know 50, 60 different types of craft beers. Nice. Uh, I'm I'm a regular. <laughs> which which no, one? What place is they it? They have like a regulars club, and like I'm on it. <laughs> which place is it? Uh, it's called Onita Liquors. Onita Liquors. That's Onita Liquors. Oh, I was saying, if it, if it was, I, uh, if it was Onita Liquors, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> is that the place it's, you? T- it's Onita. Is that the place you took us to? Uh, yes. Yeah, that is boom. exactly the place. We boom. Went to. Yeah, the place is uh, that place is great. But lately, lately, I've been watching. I I 
have a weird addiction with uh, all James Bond movies. So I started from the originals with Connery and working all, like, had to go through the unfortunate Timothy Dalton ones. Um, but I made it through. Um, and also Seinfeld. I. <laughs> Nice. All my friends that I went to college with were addicted to Seinfeld, and I never really got into it until now because I see it all the time on TV. And so I've I've probably been watching, I don't know, a couple hours of that every night before I go to bed. Nice. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Um, what makes me nerdy? I don't know. I got a Star Wars tattoo, I guess. I <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. What, what else is it? Oh, fair uh, enough. Fair enough. It's not just a Star Wars tattoo. Oh, is it Bowie's Star Wars tattoo? Nice. Oh, oh, show it. Yeah. Yeah, let's see it. <sighs> Very cool. So for everyone out there, who cool. can't see this. Yeah. <laughs> it is a, it's a stormtrooper. <laughs> it's a stormtrooper. <laughs> a stormtrooper helmet with a David Bowie. What'd you call that? The, the lightning bolt. Yeah, the lightning bolt. Yeah. When it's they, not they, a Harry Potter Ziggy Stardust set. Yeah. Oh. yeah. I had a really dark oh, head. That's right. <laughs> it, 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 it could be a Harry Potter one. I heard that. No, no, it could. It's that's David Bowie. Don't even, don't even try and confuse the matter. I do like that when at one point, I think, oh, like close to to his death, when it was kind of announced, they you can actually type in like artists, and that was the emoji that pops up with a mm. uh, bolt in the face. Yeah, it's actually really awesome. Yeah, Warren, so. what what is uh, now that you're asking this question? What is your Sunday morning camp turn the channel movie? Well. Can I talk about what I'm drinking for? No. Oh, okay. So Sunday morning, I can't turn the channel. It has to be on Sunday morning? No, it doesn't. But oh, like okay. that's you know, the best. Um, <sighs> I'm trying to think of a movie that came on. I was like, shit. I'll give you a second. So mine, this is the worst one ever. <laughs> I'll give, I, just, I legitimately just cannot turn away when this movie... Because uh, when I was in high school and I actually would watch movies on TV... Behind enemy lines, Luke Wilson was in it. <laughs> oh, it's like oh. legitimate and uh, Gene Hackman. It's oh. like legitimately. It's I watched that movie. Oh, it, it, I watched. I bought it. I bought it at a, a discount. I would think I got it for two bucks, and I watched it like hundred times. So on the flip side of that, and this is very odd, but I literally just got stuck watching the movie. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna finish this movie right now. Um, and I got it mixed up because at one time I was looking for Behind Enemy Lines to watch it. But the movie I got was Enemy at the Gate. That's a good movie. Yeah, that was a great movie. Yeah, yeah. But that is the movie that I'm like, oh, I'm going to... Like, Dude. Ron Perlman, like Jude Law's in that movie. Our, uh, Ed Harris, awesome. Our esteemed co-host. <laughs> what? Let's leave this. Let's leave this unexplained. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, Lemony Snicket's series of unfortunate events. So that's ever on TV. The Ooh. movie. The Jim Carrey one. Yeah, Jim Carrey one. I would absolutely anything with Jim Carrey. That's. I think one. I'll sit down and be like, I got some time. I got some time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so I'll be the host for tonight. So thank you so much, Dylan, for coming and joining us on your first podcast on our show. So I appreciate it so much, and I'm really glad. And the reason why we're actually kind of talking about this was, oddly enough. Um, Dylan and Megan both text me within the span of a few hours like oh hey you gonna talk about um, <laughs> Beauty and the Beast I was like well I guess I am now so I yeah it was it awesome really... it was such a small world I was like oh, oh I went and saw it, it was great yeah. I loved it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I so, texted did for it as, as I was walking out of the theater I'm shocked <laughs> <laughs> so I was super I was super excited so I was like okay well I mean this is arguably our first ever uh Kind of sort of request, so I had to oblige. So thanks so much. 
And uh, I think you. one of our next things that we're going to be talking about is um, actually Power Rangers sometime in the next few days. So oh. we're super excited about oh, that one. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? Yes, oh, so she saw it. Yeah, we, we were together. Oh, oh yes, we were. <laughs> it was um, a lovely evening. Super, super lot of fun. But currently, for right now, I am drinking. It's part of a Blue Apron's wine delivery. Uh, it's kind of like a mini bottle, so it only lasted a couple glasses, but you know, whatever. Um, but it's a San Sebastian, uh, sorry, Sebastian San Martin. It's a Malbec from Argentina, 2014. Uh, they come with a bunch of like actually like tasting notes and a bunch of different things, but really don't want to get into that one. I would say that um, I thoroughly like it. It's a very easy drinking wine, pretty sweet, and uh, I would say I like it a lot. A lot better than your wine, Mike, so I'm sorry about that. Yeah, I know. As we always I was, say... I was looking at that one earlier, too. No. As I was say, always, uh, I would uh, sip to that. So thank you so much. Uh, thank you, Dylan, for that. Um, normally, and the things that I've been watching, I've actually been going back and uh, getting to a bunch of anime stuff. Yeah, so I've been doing that. And uh, this is a new season of um, Attack on Titan came out, so I know nobody watches it, but... I yeah, you have no Jesse and Josh here to support nope. you. <laughs> but uh, every time me and Mike Reyna, we just nerd off for about a two hours or so, and we have this huge text threads that we talk about this show, so it's pretty cool. So that's what I've been watching and trying to finish up. Um, oh, actually, no, I started watching Legion. Anybody? Legion? Yeah. No. I've heard, no? it, I've heard it's amazing. It's on Hulu. Yeah, yeah, it's on Hulu, so it's check it out. It's on, but it's on FX, right? Yeah, yeah. Yes. But you can I stream it all on Hulu, which I don't, I don't have it, FX. And Dan Stevenson there, right? Well, the, the nice thing is, like, I was... I didn't know who was playing the Beast in our right. upcoming feature. So, um, this is how closed off I am. I'm using this. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And I was like, wait a second. <gasps> oh, my gosh, no way! And I literally watched... Uh, I started Legion the night before my mom came in. And then we want, went to watch Beauty and the Beast during oh, the midday. Nice. So, I was like, this is awesome. So, yeah. So, I want to say thanks so much. And uh, so let's get into it. So I'm really excited to talk about it. I'm really excited. Me and Megan actually had a, a long kind of text message conversation about it, of like things that I like and didn't like about it. And uh, I know me and Caroline was actually talking about it last, a, few, a few days ago. And I was like, wait, 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 save up with the podcast. Um, so we're talking about Beauty and the Beast tonight. Um, the director for this actual movie is uh, Bill Condon. Um, and oh, the music also is by Stephen Chopsky. No. Alan Menken. Yes. Yeah, yes. writer's. He was the original. My bad. Writer's. Stephen Chopsky wrote the script. Which I'm glad they got him back. That man, like, quietly scored your childhood. So, as we're going to get into this, let's actually talk about a lot of things. So, before we get into wins, before we get into the criticisms, and lastly, we got to leave our actual grades for the last uh, bit. Let's talk about, like, you know, what made you so excited to watch this movie, your background, some information. Were you only exposed to just the actual animated? Were you exposed to the actual theater and the play itself? Did you read up on anything before or what is, like, I guess your backstory about it? I think you're uh, already raising your hand, Megan, which I, I, I appreciate that. So we'll start with you. Um, so, I, as you can tell, I'm a Harry Potter fan. Mm. And so <laughs> Hermione was one of my favorite characters growing up. And Belle was one of my favorite characters growing up. So having Hermione play Belle was, like, mind-blowing to me. And so I think that was the main reason why I wanted to see it. I loved this movie growing up, probably my favorite Disney movie. And then to have Hermione play her um, <laughs> was fantastic in my mind. So, um, thanks, no, no, thanks <laughs> for um, chatting with us about like your background. Uh, Dylan, background about Beauty and the Beast, what made you excited about watching the actual movie itself and where are you coming in from? 
Um, I was just really excited because I one I hadn't seen the even the original since I was like a little kid, so I watched that before, mm. and I was nervous honestly at first, just because like you know, just like I was nervous for some other movies that were complete animated movies that were now going to be you know having regular actors and animation at the same time, and I don't know, but they they hit it out of the park for me and. Really, why I raised my hand before was because I actually wanted to ask Megan a question. Oh. Was because like I was super nervous about um, Emma Watson playing something different than Harry Potter because I don't know I never I'd never seen her in anything other than being Hermione and <laughs> I, like Hermione was, her, Hermione. Hermione. <laughs> it, it, was, like was it weird for you seeing her as, as like something completely different? Yes and no, because in a way, she's kind of the same character. She's super bookish and, like, headstrong, and so it's similar. I also saw um, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she's so good. So good. She was in that. Did anyone see the bling ring? Yes. You saw the bling ring? <laughs> I've never heard that movie. Oh. Well, <laughs> oh my God, boy, that's for another podcast. The bling ring? It's based off of a Blaine Rain 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 story. Yeah. Of, it's like some robberies in Hollywood, right? Y- yeah, yeah. Of some Perks like, of being a wallflower really. and Bling Ring are very different. Yeah, right. I love Perks of Being a Wallflower. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll check out Bling Ring. I'll put it on list. Uh, I've never seen Bling Ring. Yeah, me neither. It's good but real bad. It's like bad. I mean I typically <laughs> like darker movies nowadays. So. But Dylan, I get what you're saying. I saw Cinderella and I was kinda like Eh, you know, they took this animated movie, they turned it into, like, live action. Jungle Book. Meh. Jungle yeah. Book is great, too. I just honestly, I, I honestly thought you weren't going to like the movie. I I'm in, I really didn't think you were going to like the movie, so I think it's cool that you oh have the complete opposite. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, I love the characters, I love the actors. Yeah, I like Luke Evans, because I, I loved him in the Hobbit that. movies, and yeah. I thought... I just, I don't know. I I thought he was perfect for that role, and he kind of played. And at first, I thought he they were like gonna make him too nice, um, and then he ends up being awful. He's and I was like, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Um, but at the beginning, I was like, oh man, he's 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 perfect for this. And then they make him terrible. And then as soon as like they leave him out, hit, uh, they leave Maurice outside for the night. And I was like, all right, he's 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 the bad guy I want him to be. <laughs> Maurice. <laughs> Caroline? Okay. So, I watched Beauty and the Beast over and over when I was a child. It was between, like, Beauty and the Beast and Pocahontas that I just watched all the time. So, I've always loved it. And then, let's talk about my nerdy side again. Hey-o. When I was a <laughs> senior in high school... I was in the uh, the orchestra for um, our high school's production of Beauty and the Beast in the percussion percussion section. Just you know, banged on a lot of shit. Did we do? There was some melodics. No, that's not percussion. <laughs> so I just like like kind of just like fell in love with it again and. And then when I heard that Emma Watson, again, was going to be in it, I 
I'll use the phrase again. My heart soared. <laughs> She's like a hero to me. So I was like super excited to to see how she was going to portray Belle. And she like exceeded my expectations. So I like really feel like I look up to her even more. I feel like I kind of totally dissociated her from Hermione and um, her character and Perks of Being a Wallflower kicking myself because I can't remember the... Sam! That's her name. Sam. Um, I didn't think of her as like Hermione or Emma Watson. I thought of her as Belle and I thought she was just like a separate feminist icon that we could... I'll relate to all those lovely feminists out there. Nice. There you go. Every single one of us, right? Everybody's feminist. <laughs> when I think Dylan, I think feminist. <laughs> Yikes. Ugh. I've been doing this a lot this podcast. I don't, I don't get it. Oh, dear. Uh, 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 Mike, uh, Mike? What was the question? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, Beauty, Beauty and the Beast experience. Yeah, I've, I, I mean, I watched the animated movies a ton when I was a kid. Like I said before, like, Alan Menken is probably one of the, like, key musical people of my childhood, along mm-hmm. with John Williams, ironically enough, scoring the Harry Potter movies. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, in and terms of Hermione versus Belle, they're, they're the same character for me. Uh, slightly different, I think, but, like, uh, as Megan said, um, with the, the, when she had that, like... <laughs> Slide that right in. When she... <laughs> That's her name. Uh, don't wear it out. Uh, when she walks into the library and just has that, like, oh, you know, the books. Yeah, I was like, oh. And uh, it's funny, because honestly, uh, and I'll talk about a little bit more about this um, during the wind section, but uh, one of the big wins for me was the CGI of, like, the environment. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they did the Beast Castle in a very Hogwartsian way. Yeah. Especially, and again, we'll go into this more, but, like, um, the, it just reminded me a lot of that environment. So, sure. Cool. Yeah, I would say that this is a movie... There was probably only, like, two movies uh, that my mom would probably binge all the time, like, growing up and stuff like that. Um, and there was... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, good. that's a good call. Um, so there's... Uh, she would always watch Beauty and the Beast almost every day, every night, and probably fall asleep to the movie, and I'll have to go in and, like, turn the movie off. That is very because, sweet. Yeah, so she, she falls asleep super early, super easily. She fell asleep in the theater when we were watching this movie, so I'll just let you know. Just because she was tired, she was traveling, so I thought it'd be really awesome. Huh? What'd you say? I said, like, mother likes son. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's where I get it from. Shit! Uh, but I thought it was really awesome. And I, something I really want to do is because I felt like we had a pretty good connection. And she was the person who, like, introduced me into, like, my entire love for Disney and animation and everything. And that's why I was like, man, th- like, my love for Disney really made me go out and get a degree in, like, theater and musical theater and dance and all this stuff. So I want to actually do you that. You have a degree in dance? I sure do. I knew about the theater and theater... Technology. No, it's all one. It's just, it's just, it's just a theater degree. Can you dance? I can. Well, <laughs> yes, I, I want to see I can tap dance. I can ballet. Oh also my god! I can dance as well as swing. <laughs> There's a small little corner. Yeah, right yeah there. We're, do, we're doing this later. Anywho, anywho, I also do hip hop. Anyways, um, so uh, I was really excited to a see this movie with my mom, but b really just kind of get like a, a different sense because it was one of the movies in which. Like, if you look back at it, it's like, I memorized this movie. I know exactly what's going to happen from the animated movie from scene to scene. 
So it's going to be really difficult to show me something different. And I had, I had another strong feeling about a movie, but it didn't quite meet up expectations. And me and Dylan goes back, uh, goes against us all the time. But I really hate a jungle book um, because of like a lot of diff- a lot of the things that they try to do scene for scene and shot for shot, but they just didn't quite get it. Um, so this was one of those movies I was, I was really excited to hopefully you can do something. And this especially meant, meant a lot to me because I didn't watch obviously any trailers, but I didn't even know... The only person I knew in this movie was Emma Watson. That was it. And I knew she was Belle, and that was it. So I was like, that's all I want to know. I don't know who the Beast is. I don't know who's Gaston or LeFou. None of that stuff. Um, Or the dad or Maurice character. So it was really nice to kind of get into this um, actual movie with like that particular um, kind of range and see that this movie... All these movies are coming out always means a lot to everybody. See, I think I'll agree with you a little bit because I didn't watch really any of the trailers on Mm -hmm. this at all. Um, And so the supporting cast, I was really caught by surprise. I think I'm going to start adopting a midway rule where the movies that I know everything about, like the Marvel movies, I'm just going to watch the trailers to get hyped about. But these movies that I don't know anything about, I I like the way you do it because I was was really pleasantly surprised by the... uh, Supporting yeah. cast. I was the only person almost on my feet near the end of the movie once they talk. They once they had a section in which case people transformed. Uh, yeah. We'll get into this. So I would say <laughs> I was like I don't, I don't want to spoil anything, right? But I didn't know who was in this movie, so I was like, oh! <laughs> 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 anybody else is surprised? No, nobody else is surprised in the theater. It's like fuck all you guys. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was super awesome. That was super awesome. But, um, so I'm excited. Let's get into some wins. Let's start talking about some, some hard, like some fun stuff. Because I know even Caroline said that she she doesn't agree with all the stuff I uh, wrote down. So this should be fun. Um, but I would say for everybody out there and all the Ryan Dows and the Derek songs, um, <laughs> if you haven't watched the movie, probably this is the time that you probably want to stop because we will be spoiling the entire movie for you. Stop it. I will say go watch the movie, come back and pick up at this part. Because we're about to spoil um, and get into our in-depth conversation from Beauty and the Beast. Um, and I'm excited to start with Dylan. <laughs> Who I'm shocked even watched the movie. <laughs> I, I mean, I am also shocked, but not really. Because I, like, I know he cares because we talked about Jungle Book. So I was like, okay. So I know he likes these movies. Although we haven't seen a movie together. I was super, super bummed about that. See, I'm super weird about movies. I go to movies by myself. Yeah. I saw this movie by myself. I go to movies alone. Like, but I saw this movie just because, like, growing up, this was my, one of my little sister's favorite movies of all time, and I, I had seen it a hundred freaking times because of her. Um, but, yeah, I had to go see it. I, I literally went, I got out of work, like, at five, and I just, on, like, a Wednesday, and I went by myself. And I loved it. And I texted you right after I saw it. Yeah, thank you for that. That was awesome. <laughs> so what's some wins you got? For some big things you want to kind of talk about? My, I mean, one of the biggest wins to me was not, literally not knowing who the, who was playing the Beast until the end of, like, until I Googled it at the end of the movie. Because I had no idea. I couldn't, like, tell by the voice, obviously. But, um, and then even after... I Googled it. I was like, who the hell was Dan Stevens? <laughs> yeah. like, I was like, I don't remember this. Because I had one, I hadn't seen Legion. But then I looked into Legion after um, I had seen that he was in that. And I had heard that's a great show. So I need to, I definitely need to check that out. Yeah. I know you said it was great. But I loved, 
I loved everything about the Beast. I thought they animated him great. I think he looked the part. Um, and I mean, I, I obviously Emma, she like looked perfect. She was wonderful. Um, I think I think everybody kind of liked her. <laughs> So creepy, bro. <laughs> so creepy. Yeah, she's, she's beautiful. Everyone likes I think her. <laughs> I definitely love Gaston. I, I, again, I was, I was most worried about like how they were going to animate things, and I, I, I know you didn't like Jungle Book, but I liked how they did it in that, and I thought that was good. Um, but I think they did it better in this. Huh. Um, they definitely did it better in this. Um, and I, I mean, all around, I don't. I don't have a lot of complaints, but we're going to get into complaints later. But I definitely think The Beast was my favorite part of the whole movie. Cool. Absolutely. Uh, switch it over all the way in uh, California. Megan? Oh, man. I have a long list. Um, as I already said, Hermione is Belle. One of my favorite things. Um, Hermione I felt... is Belle? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Two of my favorite characters as one. Um, I felt like the scene where they did Be Our Guest, the song, mm -hmm. was basically written to be turned into a ride at Disneyland. Yeah. Which I kind of loved. Um, oh, so many things. The the dresses that Belle wears are fantastic. Um, but that's a personal thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, go on? Okay. And she wore like little sweaters. It was great. Um, one thing that I felt like was really cool that was different in this movie than the animated movie was how they portrayed the library in her town. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because that was... it's supposed to be like a, a little library so that when she comes to the castle, it's this huge big deal. Yeah. But in the animated movie, it's like a real bookstore. Mm -hmm. In this movie, the guy literally has like seven books. Yeah, that was super sad. Uh, okay. And she had read them all. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I like I, I like that musical number because I, I guess that hit more home because when in the actual animated I was like, oh, she knows the story. But in this movie it's like, well of course you know the story because you're you you've read that book like maybe a thousand times. So I think Because there's only it. seven. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that guy's player please look when they're uh, locking him up for the night. He's just looking around like player please. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag player, please. <laughs> um, what else? I liked the Beast and, like, the parallel between him and Gaston and all of the talk about him being very, like, worldly, worldly and well-rounded and that weird time travel scene mm. where mm -hmm. they go back to when her mom was sick, which... Like, I'm I'm a fan of the original and keeping things the way they are, but the little things that they added in this movie, I kind of loved. And that was one of them, because I felt like it gave you a background for both of them. Mm -hmm. And I loved that. Um, Mrs. Potts was one of my favorite characters. I didn't know until the end that it was Emma Thompson. I know! I was so Dude, excited! Was so ah. yeah. I died at that part. I was so excited for that. Um, I also really wanted her to end up with Belle's dad at the end, and so I was disappointed. <laughs> I mean, I thought they had a couple of looks. I was like, oh, so I mean, maybe, but I guess not. No. 
They, I think they also said it earlier, like, their last names. So you kind of knew. Although I didn't catch it from the party scene of him running out of there. Yeah. Like, that wasn't too well. When, when Mr. Potts came back in to the scene, like, yeah. at the end of the movie, I was kind of like... She's yeah, there. they didn't. They didn't. What? Who is this you could guy? tell because of the last name, but like that was. He really... abandoned his family. Is uh, really what I was. Yeah, thinking. she was the only one with a kid in the whole movie, yeah. and he's just like, "Nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not Dead gonna deal beat. with that." <laughs> I thought like he, they just didn't know. Like there was like a memory, like charm put on them. Well, no, that was. Was the memory charm put on? F. Well, when How she put it, about a kid? but when she put the spell on the castle, I felt like she also put a spell on everybody in the town. She did, but I thought it was yeah. like to forget the place existed, no. not like the people. And I the people. It was, it was the, people. the people because yeah. once it was lifted, they were like, "Oh." Well, yeah, he did say that. He's like, "I feel like I know this place." Yeah, and he was like storming the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, continue, Megan. We're not going to talk about what drinking happens. I feel like I just loved everything in it. Those were specifics, but cool. I liked all of it. Um, thanks so much. Uh, let's go over to Caroline. Okay. So, I will say, as soon as um, the Enchantress cast her spell on the beast and everything, and then it got into Belle's theme, and they're all like, bonjour, I was like, in my seat, like, oh my god! I was so excited. I was feeling very giddy. I was very happy about all that it was very nostalgic and so yes i really liked emma watson as Belle. i thought she was like like really strong and uh i've seen a lot of i've looked up a lot of like criticisms of how everyone oh not everyone but like some people are saying that emma watson like just just had to put her feminist twist on everything, but, like, I really just can relate to her more because the scene it's where... It's It's who she's supposed to be. Right! Yeah. Yeah. No, 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 yeah. It's not, it's not even supposed to be, like, I don't even view it as a feminist twist. That's just who she is. Yeah. Like, you don't even have, like, if, even from that, it's like, well, why can't she be a little bit different? And what's wrong with being different? Yeah. Hey, she's obviously smarter and I, I guess even kind of looking at that one scene that she's showing a laundry and she's doing laundry for yeah. that like that was awesome I was yeah, like that was so really also cool. one of my favorite parts is that in this version she is the inventor mm-hmm. not Maurice he's just like going off to show off her inventions but she like she can take care of herself she's wicked cool and shit um and I also Really, really liked LeFou's character, Josh Gad, because, I mean, we can get into this later, but... We will. I just want to say that I do not think he was in love with Gaston, because just because you're gay does not mean you love your best friend. Fair enough. He saw the truth in Gaston, and he was like, wow, Gaston's a piece of shit, and he is totally, like suppressing me oppressing me I I just thought of that like that's a terrible stereotype that's like just because you're gay your best male friend has to be like the person you love it's like no you can be gay and have a male best friend that you completely 
Platonic. But we'll get That's into a good this. point. We'll get into okay, this. Okay, I quiz. guess we'll get into yeah. it. We're, we're, going, we're going to because I also have a completely different approach to, okay, then why did you show this? Why did you do this? Why did you do this? And then this. Because either make up your mind or not. Not him as a character. All right, let's finish up. Let's finish up One last stuff. thing. Yeah, Celine Dion had a song at the end, and I fucking loved it because she's <laughs> a goddess. Of course, everybody loves Celine Dion. She was in uh, the other movie, Titanic. I'm sure. Okay. Yes, um, moving on. Yeah. So I would say I have a bunch of wins. Uh, I think the my first and my biggest win, and I wrote it in my notes that nobody else wrote. Um, that uh, Kevin Klein. I wrote. Thank you. Uh, Kevin Klein can do no wrong. All the way from the Wild Wild West to this, <laughs> this movie, I, I truly feel like he can do no wrong. And I think one of the biggest things that I hated about the other um, movie itself, the animated one, was because I hated the character of Maurice in the animated film, and I felt that they had to put him in just so that. I'm not going to use that example. But, uh, like, let's say, for instance, like, you, in order to have more focus on why somebody else is amazing, you have to put something as the opposite of why somebody's such a bumbling kind of idiot. And they showed that in the animated version of, you know, Belle's so amazing and eccentric and she actually gets things, but she got something from her father who's kind of weird and quirky and kind of strange, but overweight and... Like the, that character's like design in the animated one was terrible for a father, a single father figure, growing like trying to raise his daughter. That's awful. Um, so I didn't like that. And the, another reason why backstory why I, I love the Goofy movie and I love <laughs> I know, but this is the only one. This is one of the first movies that actually has a, a bumbling father figure that's a single parent and is the only one that says, "Hey, I'm going to do this on my own." So that it, it hit a couple chords to me. So the reason why I liked more recent stories because they actually gave him a purpose and it made a lot more sense and even to the point where you're telling me that you're going to have to, and I know uh, Megan talked about this, you have to abandon your wife because of the fact that you have to save your daughter. Mm -hmm. And who can make that decision of, I have to abandon the person that I love for the future of what could happen? For something that I could catch, but it may not. And that was like the big thing around that time. So mm -hmm. um, I was super sad about that. That, that, that I, was, I, was, uh, I was tearing up. Uh, so, 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 someone's come to onions for sure. So um, uh, that was a, a really big part. I really like Chris Klein's character. Oh, sorry, Kevin Klein's character in the entire movie. It just felt like he gave him a purpose for that. And it made a lot more sense of what was actually kind of happening. And they did some beats that was like right on point, but... A lot of stuff um, figured and was pretty awesome. Um, other than that, uh, that was like literally the majority of all my stuff. Uh, I was super surprised by all the you know, house characters and the characters in there. And I was really excited about the fact that you had all these amazing actors and actresses that I had no idea. And even like singing yeah. of like the song of Beauty and the Beast. I, was, I, I love that entire number. I feel like I forgot to mention. Oh, yeah. And, I know, but this is why. Yeah. And I guess like that's a more sort of appreciation of that's why I don't want to watch any of the trailers. Because I, I mm -hmm. fear that not that you're going to get that. But you're already exposed to something that it's already kind of a lesson. So if I can go into a blind as much as possible, I'm definitely going to do it. Loved all the music in it. Um, there was a couple things. I liked the design of the beast, even to the point where he was having a shower. He was like, they were like cutting, like they were like grooming him. They were changing that. And he actually shaved off the hair on his face to make it like more kept, which was pretty cool. And I remember that scene was awesome. 
Um, I like the fact that they shed a lot more light on Belle's story, like um, family arc, and um, mm-hmm. why Belle's so eccentric. And it was interesting that you have these closed off and really conservative or people that just doesn't understand like knowledge is actually a, kind of a powerful tool. But you know, neither here nor there. And the entire town was a bunch of people who just didn't get it. Um, but and then lastly, I would say love Dan Stevens at the Beast. That was awesome. It was a nice kind of surprise. Didn't know that was him. Uh, I thought it was interesting that they started off the movie with. Um, a weird sort of oh I'm just gonna just say no 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 to all these people but it was very interesting how they kind of focus on the fact that his father kind of turned him to be the kind of evil person yeah. he like resented his father because of it but still like put his mother up there as like she mm-hmm. was the person who kind of helped him out so I thought it was interesting that that wasn't in the animated at all. Yeah. Yeah. But that's something that was introduced at, I believe in the musical theater like the, the theater portion of it so they kind of like bridge a couple different things together. Um, yeah. So that was it's cool. nice getting those re-rate. I, yeah. I, no, no, no. Um, yeah, so I, I also thought what was interesting about, like, them talking more about his upbringing, like, Mrs. Potts, when Belle was like, why, like, why are you so kind to him? Why do you still take care of him? They're like, we've known him as a boy. And in the animated version, it kind of seemed like he was always just like this grumpy adult but like he was a child really i feel like you really think about it like he had to have been much younger but um the fact that he was actually a prince kind of made sense that he was so cultured and this is like a tangent this ties into his library so in the animated version he has this amazing library, and he's like, I don't know how to read any of this shit. Yeah. But in the animated version, it makes sense. Like, he's a prince. Like, they, I don't know, they're like, well, they can be well-rounded, like royal families, learn how to play, like, classical piano and everything. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, I've read most of this stuff before. And, yeah, like, the influence of his mother seemed to really uh, bring out his good side. And it's yeah. interesting, like, I wonder, like, when his mother died, if his father was just, like, resentful. And and it's kind of interesting how when Belle's mother died, her father wanted the best for her. And, like, it's like the... Beast's father was just like, fuck everything and yeah. fuck you too. You can even say like there's a relationship of why like the Beast probably didn't like or didn't care too much for Belle's father because that love that mm-hmm. a father has to a, a daughter or a child, he's never used to that. So he, arguably he was like, I, I don't know what this is. So I'm going to lock you away and be yeah. kind of grumpy and angry at that too. Yeah. So that's a, it, I mean, it could be, but there's a, there's a lot of different things you can mm-hmm. do. So that was, I, I, I think the last thing I do thoroughly enjoy was uh, their battle of wits and the fact that he asks her, you know, what's your favorite book? She's like, oh, I just love like romantic um, books, kind of like Romeo and Juliet. Ha! I thought that was kind of funny. Star of two cross, star two. Two star-crossed lovers as a part of, like, the first kind of preamble of that. Um, but he also, like, chastises her, says, like, you know, that's so overdone. There's so many other better things. And talks about his intellect, talks about his knowledge. But it's funny because that cool. that's all she knew. Yeah. She only had access to, like, the greatest hits. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. 
Yeah, so I would say there. Mike? Sure. Um, so in terms of wins for me, like I said earlier, the set design CGI was amazing. Like, uh, they really nailed the different environments. Even though there was only, like, two or three of them that they were involved in. Um, said before, the supporting cast was really good. Uh, I thought from, like, an auditory perspective, the Beast's voice was really cool. It was, like, a really mm -hmm. imposing but, like, kind voice. And then when they dropped him out of the Beast and he had, like, the regular human voice, I thought that was a really nice transition. Yeah. Um, I thought so all right cool so this is where this is the big thing for me that for this movie to succeed you had to nail two songs you had to nail be our guest yep and you had to nail beauty and the beast absolutely and i thought that they absolutely crushed beauty and the beast like I, you know speaking back to like when i was a kid in the 90s like uh that transported me back into that mm -hmm. environment um, I thought they did an amazing job of like hinting at it, even from like the opening number, they kind of hinted at that, that da, 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 and then went somewhere else with it. You know, yeah. like they had that very, mm -hmm. very common line there. It's a theme. Yeah, it was, it was great, but they did it in non, even not the Beauty and the Beast songs. They just mm -hmm. kind of did that melodic figure. Mm -hmm. Transitioning though. Trans criticisms? To criticisms. Go on. Uh, yeah. I right, didn't, yeah. I didn't think that, uh... Be our guest worked for me. I thought really? that visually, yeah, I thought visually it looked nice, but I didn't think it brought anything new to the table. And so this is this is the thing for me that like if you're gonna if you go up to anyone and say, hey, let's let's watch Beauty and the Beast, big movie, well known movie, what are you throwing on? Probably the animated version from the nineties. Yeah. And so for me, that was the big thing of like, why would you do a remake? The reason you do a remake is to improve on the original, and I don't think it necessarily did. Like, the Be Our Guest number was fairly similar to the original one from the animated picture, and it really didn't bring anything new. Whereas I thought they did a great job with Beauty and the Beast. I thought that was, that was pretty well done. Um, and so, like, part of that also has to do with kind of the singing. Um, so we kind of talked about this a little earlier, but, like, so Emma Watson was obviously auto-tuned, and that just... I read that originally when it came out in, like, an audio engineering specific forum. And I was like, no way. These nerds are tuning vocals all day. That's all they know. They can spot that from a million miles out. Like, no way it's that bad. And then the, the town, like, she started singing in the town. It was just like, it hit it hit the note and then didn't leave the note. <laughs> and you're like, oh, no, she can't sing. She really can't sing. I think she could sing. I think they ruined it by auto tuning. No, no her. but it sounded so weird. She sing. What? They made it so she could sing. Yeah, that's the thing. When you when you can she cheer. She sounded good, but it was completely generated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've been listening to the soundtrack, and some of it like is like the voice just like totally changes, and I don't remember it sounding like that in the but, movie at but all. You, yeah, but the soundtrack though is different than what we see on. Film. Yeah. My guess so it was the recorded. film version, yeah. I think she sounded better and more natural. But I guess I've just been listening to the soundtrack and been like, what the hell did it's, they do to her? It really was just like, just get someone that can sing. Or like without that obvious tuning. Because they, they really ruined the vocals. I, I will disagree. I think with Dylan, I didn't like the Beast at all. Like the, I don't know, I liked the animated bulkier, like, hairier beast. Like, for me, that CGI looked weak. 
Um, I also, going on my, my win, I thought the CGI for the set looked amazing, but I thought that the, like, this movie was animated originally. You can get away with a lot. Like, I, I think that when you listen to the human characters sing, you can see Josh Gad move his diaphragm along, mm. and you it looks like he's actually singing, whereas Emma Watson doesn't have that training. It does not look like she's singing. She is lip-syncing, like, clearly lip-syncing along with it. And so that completely threw me, whereas someone from an animated picture, you, you can't, they couldn't animate a diaphragm muscle, so you can't really see that. Uh, it's the same thing with the Beast dancing. Like, he at times looked like he was floating on the floor because they don't have the CGI technology to properly animate footsteps yet. It's just, it's just not there. And again, it goes back to the point that, like, why remake this movie unless you can improve on it? And that was something that you could animate it and make it look fine, whereas a live-action version in five years from now will look dated. Um, the... Last thing? No, I think that's it. That was that was my that was my soapbox. I wanted to stand on <laughs> the singing, and I thought the 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 beast was not great. Cool. I kind of want to like quickly yeah. counteract. Sure, go ahead. About, um... I will crush it. Oh. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> never mind. Um, and Caroline never comes back. <laughs> so what you're saying about? Remakes needing to be better than the original? Not better. They need well, to bring something new to the table. Well, I thought... Okay, so I thought this totally did. I think so much more was incorporated, such as, like, diversity and acknowledgement of gay culture. And it was just... It like it was. There's black folks in yes, middle there was middle. Yes, first. Yeah, like the smart as, black folks. As some main characters Play, too. It wasn't like <laughs> a completely whitewashed cast. Yeah. I'll wait. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like Audrey McDonald, who plays the wardrobe, is a black female Broadway star, mm-hmm. and and just like scattered throughout the. The cast, they were, there was just diversity. So I think that's what made it different from the original, and that's what they wanted to improve on, was to be like, it's 2017, and I don't give a fuck about what you are, because, like, mind your own business, <laughs> basically. That that's that's how I saw how it improved and changed. Yeah, I mean, even for that, the majority, of, like, and by the majority, arguably all of the Disney animated characters are all white people, up until like Pocahontas, right? Yeah. And then Mulan, and then well, Mulan was like two thousand. That was way. That was way yeah, way. That was. I, mean, good, I, that was I, I love me some Mulan. That's, that's, that's probably like that's number three, three, four. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, no, that's, 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 um, yeah, so I'll love you so We are men by far. Oh, <laughs> let's get down to business. Yes, <laughs> be a man. I don't know. Well, the name of the title, ta- yeah, I, I was talking about the, the Ooh, lyrics of the song. Okay. But I love the fact that they, that's the song that yeah, she that's sings that's and she's a woman like, oh, well. And then later on, it's like, well, you don't have to be a man. Anyways, um, right. uh, the majority of those movies were all white people. And... If they were to show somebody of color or somebody different, it's always something quirky that they have about them. Yeah. And it's always something different and they, there's 
something magical, literally, or something about it. So it's nice to see, like, in, especially in this movie, like, a character of color who's just so happened to be just, like, a librarian or, mm-hmm. well, right? Or story, mm-hmm. whatever yeah, you yeah. want to give him as it a was title. He's a priest. Was he a priest? Yeah, it was a chapel. They had a bunch of uh, crucifixes in the background. So was it a chaplain, maybe? Yeah, probably. Right. I mean, that makes sense with, uh, uh, you know, Renaissance. Hmm. Those people would have okay. all the books. Okay, so that historically uh, makes fair. sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, you're pulling. You that's that's some good. I, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought he owned the bookstore. <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. No, it's the first thing. The first yeah. thing I noticed in that uh, scene, I was just like, you also uh, did just watch the movie, so you, uh, it's way more fresh. Right? That's why they had like seven books in the Bible. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But again, it makes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, but, but I do I do like that um a lot. So, uh, any other No, I, so, all right, cool. Uh, I will say this. Yes, you're right. Absolutely, 100%. Diversity is a great thing. Um, and I thought that those those different voices added to it. You know, like, um, I, I just don't like remakes at all. And so when I think about it, like, I, not even like I like this movie. This, this is going to sound terrible, but at least with the, the 90s Romeo and Juliet, it was set in a different era and then yeah. it it told a slightly different story compared to the Shakespearean version, whereas this almost felt like nearly a shot-for-shot shot remake. Mm-hmm. And that's that's where, again, my whole, like, I don't like remakes takes over. Well, I feel like this is the only piece of work that they actually branched two things together to make a, a new story. Because the animated was the animated, and then the thing that's on the theater and, the, and things that's in the play itself, like live stage, is its own thing. Yeah. Now they're actually trying to kind of bring two things together, and that is the newer element that they get right, to Right, right. And I haven't seen they, the, the Broadway, so... Yeah, I mean, me, me either. I just look at the actual, like, the play itself. But then, if they're trying to bring those two together at the same time of talking about, yeah, this is 2017, so we can have a, a, a character that's just flamboyant, but he's not gay, no. We can have a character that's okay with being in cross-dressing. Yeah, that's awesome. And that was arguably... That was one small that, that was amazing, because the other two guys ran away super scared. And she's like, do your thing! She sashayed like a awesome. mofo like, in that scene. He was, was like, thank you, Wayne. I love this. Actually. No. <laughs> so I think the, I think it's called fierce. I've been listening to a lot of Beyonce lately, yeah. so fair enough. <laughs> so these are things that I I think um, you know going to your point and kind of counteracting what you were talking about, blew it up. These are the things that we actually brought, and this what made it different. And this is why I felt that it was important to make this movie. Uh, we we need to bring in these new elements, these new things to talk about it at the same time say that it's okay. It's okay to be whoever you are. And I think that's what, and now I'll get into my criticisms after I get to Megan and, um, I was going to call him Duncan, Dylan. Dylan, criticism about the movie. Things that you wanted to improve, things that you actually like liked, but they could have did more. I really, I mean, I really like that they brought it back. You were, you knew it was a musical you know, from the very beginning of the movie. Uh, but yeah, again with Mike, like, I mean, I, I like music and I definitely listen to music a lot. And I, you can definitely hear that it's not authentic in a lot of the, some, a lot of the songs. And not, it's not just Emma either. Um, even some of uh, Gaston is just like, you know, eh, didn't blow me away. Um, but other than that, I mean, my only biggest thing is I wanted it to be more of, you know, 
more it went right to love between uh bell and the beast it and i felt like there wasn't enough of like huh like no like? not like there was it was just like he was mean for a couple days it seemed like and then all of a sudden like oh he's a sweetheart and i and i love him and you know it, it i just thought there was no bridge in between the two it, i liked how the movie went in that part but it, it i just thought it should have been drawn out a little bit more i mean the movie wasn't like super long but it it i think they could have done more in that one part of like how he really really was like a mean angry self-centered you know person but it it just seemed to me that like all of a sudden she just liked him out of nowhere um and she like she saw his books and it was like oh my god i love i love him let me go literally as soon as she saw the library it's like uh, it was like two minutes later in the movie Uh, that was literally my biggest concern with the thing well the movie itself is two hours and nine minutes so you're right it was long (laughs) it was i thought it was paced very well and honestly i could see i could even see the relationship kind of develop between them like, I thought they did a decent job at that. To counteract your point, the, I forgot about this one. The big thing I had was that what was the difference between the Beast and Gaston until Gaston tied up the dad on that tree? Okay. The big difference between the Beast and Gaston was that the Beast was, like, worldly and, like, this idea of experiencing new things and learning new things, and he was well-read and had all of this kind of background Whereas Gaston was like, oh, I'm I'm the shit here. I'm going to stay here. This is great, Belle. You don't need to think. You don't need to go anywhere. Whereas the Beast, I feel like, appreciated her yeah. desire to experience more things. I thought Gaston was well-intentioned, but dumb. Like, I think he just literally didn't realize that. Like, I think, I think he legitimately wanted a very good life for Belle. Like, even more than... Wanted what he thought was her best life, not, not what, what she, she wanted that's, as her best life. That's fair because he's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> like so. I don't but but so I, it's funny because like when I, I was thinking about it, I was like they really. Uh, someone said it earlier. They really didn't say. They really didn't portray Gaston as a bad character until he tied up the dad, which was like more than halfway through the the movie. Whereas I think that if some old lady threw a rose at Gaston at the beginning of the movie, you'd be talking about him being the main character and then whatever the Beast's last name being the evil boyfriend or the evil, you know, the evil whatever. So I thought that they didn't do a... And this is a problem I have with the original movie too. Like it's not like it's it's a plot hole in the original. But like they didn't um, show enough of difference in character. It's, it's literally almost chance at who that lady threw a rose at that ended up being the good guy in the movie. I don't completely disagree, but I also feel like they're kind of the opposites. In that sense where you start off thinking Gaston is a nice guy, and then you find out he's kind of a dick. And then that's the rest of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Language? (laughs) What? Whereas the Beast, you start off thinking, oh my god, he's this horrible, horrible guy. 
and you slowly see that you know the reasons behind that, and Belle kind of you get the backstory changing that. Yeah. That's fair. Whereas well, Gaston, when you get the backstory, you find out he's not a nice person. But at the same time, are we meant to believe that this is more of just a question for everybody? But for the sake of how he was raised as a because his father raised him a particular way, is his action supposedly condoned, and is that okay to do? I think that's the whole point of the story, too, is everyone who, all of the people who were in the house who changed into these characters, they were behind him because they felt that he never really got the chance to become the true person he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I feel like Belle was someone who kind of hated him a little bit, but she pushed back. She was like, you know what? I know you're a prince and you're used to being told that everything's okay and that you're great, but you're not a good person and you need to think about that. And I think that that's what helps him change. And so you're not meant to believe that he's an okay person because, you know, he had a bad backstory, but he realizes that he needs to change and he changes. One thing I would say about Gaston, oh, so I, I agree on that one, and it's kind of funny because they, they literally pointed out that, like, she's the first person, like, Cogsworth with, or Cogsworth with his, uh, like, sword. It's like, you're not doing that from the Beast. She's doing that from the Beast. Um, I also think that Gaston suffered from PTSD, and that, oh, like, sure. he, like, like, this is, yeah, like, the, so, and I kind of felt bad for him that, like, yeah. again, like, even, like, the evil scenes, I was just like, oh, this guy's just messed up in the head. Like, he saw... He had to kill a lot of people. And, like, even when they're, like, take deep breaths, like, think back to the, the days, like, in, in the war. war. Yeah. And, like, just, like, like when you were the hero, like, I thought that it was just... Like, I, yeah. I, I sympathize for that character because I've met people like that that are just, like, completely involved in that sort of scenario and that can't mm-hmm. leave that place. And it kind of messes with your psyche. That is a great... That is, such, that is such a great point that they did not... Even come close. They probably never even mentioned it in the animated one. And yeah, no. and again, that's why I really felt there was a lot of similarity. It's that's why uh, there's this great quote from uh, Monty Python: "The Quest from the Holy Grail," where uh, they're like, they're like, just just because some uh, some uh, lady in a lake threw a scimitar at you th- makes you think it's I'm messing. Up, I'm butchering that quote, but like that the whole time, that's all I could think of. That's like all right, some old lady threw a rose at you, and that's the, the big differences. Like, you both have some past mental anguish, and that because the way the events went, Belle was able to help one of them overcome that, mm-hmm. but the other one was left to yeah. go through with it. And that's... And that's Wow, I feel really bad for Gaston. Now. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? Because that's, now he's, it's very interesting to yeah. hear because... I feel like, in a way, that's the point. Gaston is not necessarily the evil, the big evil in the end of the day. The big evil was the beast as who he was. Mm. And he overcame that. Like, Gaston is not necessarily the big bad. He's the shithead. Yeah. Yes, it's annoying. But does he deserve... The thing you're trying to fight is the... The shithead inside of the beast. Mm. But, but to be fair, the beast was locked away in an area that was unaccessible, and also the people f- literally forgot about it. He wasn't like terrorizing the countryside. He wasn't like the hunters in Bambi. You know, he wasn't. But, but neither was Gaston. <laughs> Bru- well, yeah, but you don't have to strike that. No, no, I, I know. I'm gonna bring Bambi into this. <laughs> I never really thought about like feeling bad for Gaston. I always thought when. 
LeFou was like, think back to the glory days when you killed a bunch of people. I was like, oh, Gaston's a sociopath, so that's how we're going to make him happy, is thinking yeah. about killing people. But I never really thought about, like, the PTSD I aspect do... of it, possibly. And if you're talking about bringing this feature into the modern era where diversity and yes. you have to talk you have to touch yeah. upon that war and, hero and there's things or, and, and, you know, and there even there are even things like even talk about that of That's you know what he is. why things like regrets that Maurice has this entire time of why he never told Belle the story of what happened to her mother all he's told her is where they used to like grow up mm-hmm. and um, you know when they go to the actual is it a clock tower or somewhere in it Paris it was a windmill windmill so they, wow. when they go to Paris he was like wow this is really small, and she's like, "Wow, this is a lot smaller than I would have even imagined." And like her mm-hmm. entire world felt like it was like kind of turned upside down. Of my father's trying to protect me from a dark, dark truth, and this is something that's something that Maurice has to live with his entire life. That's also a really, a really deep sort of concept to have. But um, it is nice to think I love that, that scene. You, yeah, that well, scene was really good. It's, it's beautiful to think that you know it. it you get, I guess, a, a better sense of like association with a character when they're not innately evil because no one is. So if you can see that, oh, why, why people don't like Gaston? The entire townspeople like Gaston, but Belle doesn't. Belle truly is the main character, of course. So she doesn't like Gaston. The audience doesn't like Gaston. Mm-hmm. But then why? You you talk about that. You kind of get that deeper and deeper, and to see that he's also a hurting an individual who's hurting as much as the beast. That's really sad to, to think about that. So. Well, and I think that at the end of the day, um, the, I guess you could compare that, right? The Beast and Gaston, and um, when they both come down to it, the Beast is selfless and Gaston is selfish. And you can even see that in the fight where the Beast is like, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm going to drop it. And that's where it comes down to who who the evil person is. Yeah. And yeah, he's hurting. There's a lot of backstory to that, which I think is great, is what brings it into the modern times, is that not everyone is black and white. Like, not everyone is pure evil or pure good. There's always this mix of both. And yeah. at the end of the day, the reason Gaston was not the good one was just because that's not what meshed well with Belle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to kind of jump off of that um i've read criticisms about bell being a like i will quote a pretentious dick because she (laughs) does not like gaston because of his level of intelligence um Hmm. but how so He's dumb. Yeah, he's dumb. He he's is. Dylan. So. No, I'm done. Sorry. No, he's dumb. Oh, yeah, no, no. You, it's, you get... He's like me in a movie. So yeah. I cannot blame Belle for not being attracted to him because as a female, like, walking down the street, some guy's like, hey, baby. I'm like, you sound like a guy I want to strike a conversation up with right now. Let's talk. Like, that's like what Gaston is to Belle. And she's like, I don't want this. And everyone's like, oh my fucking God, Belle. Like, Gaston <laughs> is the best guy in this town. Like, give her a fucking break. Like, just because she doesn't 
She like, wants more than that town. Right. And that's okay. Everyone's like, yeah. oh my god, she's like so, like, she's so spoiled. She has such a, like, a nice life, but, like, she can be smarter than that, and that's mm. fine, and she can want more than that, and that is fine, and women Are people can... really saying that? Huh? Are people really saying yes! that? Yes! I watched, I listened to a lot of reviews today. Yeah. Uh, Megan, do you have any other criticisms? Um, I was gonna pull a Harry Potter parallel. Uh-oh. <gasps> Bring it. Go on. Um, not Bring as extreme. <laughs> Um, but like Umbridge, in the sense where she's almost like a an emotional evil, that's mm-hmm. kind of like Gaston. Mm. And I feel like, I agree, I don't think that he should have died. I think there could have been a different way that they could have handled it. Um, but I feel like that's the way that you can parallel his evil. He's not that Voldemort where he's going around killing everyone. But he's he's not a good guy. He leaves someone for dead. And you can kind of see when he switches in his mind. And he starts, like, leaving that guy for dead. And then he kind of tries to turn the whole pub against Belle's dad. Yeah. That's one of the moments where I felt like it was a little, like, umbrage taking over mm. Hogwarts. I guess one of my criticisms from this is, okay, well... You bring in another character that just so randomly popped up, right? I think I think these other two henchmen randomly pops up in the pub. Of There's three of them, and they were they were there from the beginning, I think. No, they popped up in the pub. Um, and uh, when he was like he talking, he just saw the movie. I mean, but the pub was like also 30, 40 minutes in. No. Like, it wasn't that yeah. far. Well, because they were like he was telling the story to them, like talking to them, and he was like, "Hey, I need you to help me encourage Gaston." Yeah. And then, like, these two guys, which is fine. I, like, it's not the fact that they randomly popped up. But you make a song, you talk about it, you say that you have no equal, you're riding along with him, you're you're doing this. I felt like he made gestures to say that, hey, I care for you, I, I love you, and it's, it's more than just a friendship for that. But now that you've... The last straw was when you leave me under... Uh, did he get... Crushed or what was he under? Did he get like? No, he was under uh, Potts's steam. Uh, yeah, Potts's tea. Yeah. So your your last straw is oh I need to turn on you because you left me in. Well, um, I think I wasn't he realized dying. that that loyalty wasn't mutual. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it had so much to do with the love connection as it does with a like just a regular friendship. Yeah. Like, if a friend did that to me, I'd be like, well, yeah, fuck you. I think that, like, again, going back to the the whole thing, they they were war buddies. They'd probably seen some stuff together, and they probably probably had each other's back when it was, like, the Germans they were shooting at. Or, insert bad guy. And so, I think that, like, like you said, it wasn't necessarily, like... LeFou could have been gay. He probably was, right? Didn't they come out and say that he was gay? Yeah. Yeah, like, fine. In, what, the, in the movie or after? After in, the fact. No, after after the fact. Well, because that doesn't count. After, right? After the fact. In the last was. scene, he is dancing with a man, and mm. it is presented as obvious the, 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 the that, man that... The man that was the, the cross-dresser, yeah. like the fierce one. But was it obvious that two men are dancing means that both of them are gay? Yes. How's well, it? but you're also I, saying that you, like, LeFou loves it's him. It's a sign of symbolism, but I don't think it's, right. like, a fact. In so, the movie. well, uh, the reason they why I wanted I'm, to yeah, demonstrate the that. reason why they they could have just said it. 
They could have literally said that. I mean, Why do you have to say it though? It yeah, none, like, of, and none of my so gay friends have ever come up to me and be like, I'm gay! Yeah, it should and be like, so <laughs> normal by this point to call it should just be normal. It shouldn't be like yeah. a thing you have no, to like so, and so, say. So, so it's not. could have been gay, but like I also don't think. I think that the the relationship that we are shown between them were just best friends. That they'd clearly been through a lot together, had a long back history together, and that. But did you feel that relationship was a best friends, or just somebody just taking advantage yeah, of somebody's being nice? No, because I think that like I think. I think in every friendship you have like different moments. So I think until that time when they tied him up and LeFou was just like, I'm not comfortable with this. I think that they had a give and take. And it seemed like LeFou knew how to calm down uh, Gaston and Gaston knew how to like lighten up LeFou's mood. Like it, they seemed to work together mm-hmm. as friends. I think Gaston needed LeFou more than LeFou needed Gaston. Right, but so, I, th- I also think that was how the movie presented itself. You know, we only saw a, sh- a short chunk of time, and I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not disagreeing with you. I think that's exactly what it was shown on screen. Um, was, in my head, there was more of a backstory where they were they were better friends because LeFou never went to the other guys that were like the better swordsmen. You know, yeah, or not LeFou, uh, uh, Gaston. Yes. Yeah, I think Gaston or LeFou just like. Like, they just didn't, like, get each other on a certain level. Like, Gaston didn't realize what LeFou's sexuality was, and LeFou was like, I'm not even gonna fucking bother. And then, finally, in the end, when he was like, I'm not on Gaston's side anymore, because he doesn't even, like, get me. I don't think it was him saying, like, I'm not in love with Gaston anymore because he never loved me back. I think it was, like, a... He was a shitty friend, and he, like, didn't try and accept me as who I was. That's... See, I didn't even take the, like, him being gay into it. I thought it was just, like, yeah, Gaston got so bell... Like, we've... All right. So, maybe you two. I mean, that... That, too. I was was gonna say, I, I think maybe you two are different, but, like, as... For Warren and Dylan, I think we've all had friends that have, like, shacked up with a girl and you don't hear from for, like, six months. Oh, Jesus. And I, I don't know if it works the opposite way. Like, you have a girlfriend that, like, gets with a guy and then you don't you don't hang out with for a while. Apparently, the looks you guys are giving me. We've all had friends that have, like, gotten with someone that they, they like and that you just don't hear from again. And I think that's more what LeFou was going through where, like, Gaston was so bell- orientated that it didn't leave any room for their friendship and so their friendship eroded because of that Mm -hmm. and so I don't think it was necessarily like a grand realization that like oh he doesn't know I'm gay and like he doesn't accept me for that I think it was like we've drifted apart because this guy is just like pining after this chick and it doesn't realize about life around him yeah anymore and I don't think that Gaston in any sense was like homophobic Right, like, right. To suppress that. Right. He was just so into himself. And LeFou was also like, he's, he, like, I've been through a lot of shit with him, and I'm going to support him. Right. LeFou was just the better friend. Right, right. And I think it's funny, because we, we, usually what happens is that whole honeymoon period breaks up, and then their friend comes back six months later and is like, Where you been? Oh, no. Hey, guys. <laughs> Yo, I've been right here. Okay? <laughs> so, so we, we just, you know, you never got to see that because they mm-hmm. killed Gaston, but... I think my biggest thing that. with he probably LeFou did, but... is... 
I just didn't like the actor mo- more than anything. That's what. Yes. And I, I I think that is what honestly the care. I get what you guys are saying, and I, and I agree. I agree with you guys to a certain extent, and I, I do totally think that there was, in my opinion, like a love between him and Gaston, whether it was, you know homosexual or not homosexual it doesn't matter but i i i think it would have been way better as somebody else i don't think that he i mean yes he was very flamboyant the whole entire time and his whole character was flamboyant but i i just didn't believe it from that person and because one you see that person as yeah the comedy kind of you know make make you laugh as a you know, a jokester kind of character and what he's, all, you know, done in other movies, but uh, I, I liked him. I think he's not, I don't think he's like a bad actor. I just think it would have been better as somebody else. I wanted somebody else because I felt like now Josh Gad got so famous from it, Frozen. He's only going to be seen as this now. Well, no, I don't think so. But I don't think so at all. I think he's only going to be known as like the funny, like sidekick character now, and that's what he's kind of stuck as because Frozen and now he's this. Olaf, right? Yeah, he's I Olaf. I see Frozen. I never watched that. You movie, should watch so. Frozen. Yeah. So, so okay. Frozen. I, wait, wait, wait. He was, he wait, was wait. the trusty, funny sidekick yeah. who was comic relief. There's nothing okay. wrong with being a sidekick character. I he honestly, I love, <laughs> I loved him it's as LeFou. I thought, I thought, out of all the human characters that they showed, I thought he was the most believable of like singing in him. real life, because he has so much Broadway experience. Like I, I really, I loved his performance. I thought he was perfect in that role. I guess I wanted somebody, and this is tough because this LeFou was vastly different from the LeFou in the animated, like the animated Best movie true. because LeFou in the animated series or movie was evil. He was bad. He was not a good person and there was no redemption arc for him at all. Um, so they changed it up a bunch and I felt like if he was not cast as Josh Gads, if it was somebody else, would that still be the same redemption arc or would they just leave him to be evil? Because he's a nice guy. Yes. Yeah, so do they... Did they only do that because he was cast as it, or was that the character? Wasn't itself? Gad one of the first people to cast though? I don't know. I yeah, I don't know either. Yeah, so much I like vaguely. I, I vaguely heard that they did Emma Watson first, and then like Gad was second. Going off of something that we just had talked about with El Caroline, I guess the other thing, I think the thing that bothered me was, no, you don't have to blatantly say that I am a gay character, I'm homosexual, whatever. You don't have to, but at the same time. I at least want you to be proud of who you are if that's something that who you are. You need to say, at, le- at least come to terms with, oh, this is who I am, so I can freely say this in, a, in, a, in an environment that's so closed off and doesn't, doesn't accept change and doesn't accept anything new. Bell is already doing his thing on the opposite end. Why can't he do his thing on the, the ex- exact end of the spectrum? I, the was, I was fine with it. Again, yeah. like I've never, I've never well, had a gay friend that's been like, I'm gay. But, yeah, you know, like, but but at the same time, I, I do have those friends that are like, yes, this is who I am. And I'm going to post about it all the time because I'm proud of, to say to who I am because now the people actually talks about this. And we are being already so uh, oppressed and suppressed or whatever that this is the only venue, only avenue I can actually talk about how I feel and who I am as a person. So that's just me. 
And I guess how I feel of there's a lot of people who don't get that opportunity to talk about it. So this would have been it would have been nice because don't show me hints and things about how you feel about your best friend and then on the opposite side don't show me a character who's okay with you know cross-dressing who's okay with dancing with a man but don't give him any dialogue to, to express their feelings of it to say that this is who i am i don't mind you giving me hints but giving me hints doesn't really do anything you can get up to a certain point but unless you acknowledge it and say this is who i am and this is who i want to be you still not quite there because you are still oppressing yourself of whatever else everybody else thinks is comfortable. So I feel like I agree and I disagree in this sense that you have to point it out. Can't that just be you? Can't that just be how it goes? That's like, you like have to sit down and talk hello about it. America. Do we really need to talk about it anymore? It should well, just be like. That's what, I, that's what I'm saying. What like, are we about? It's like, I don't care if LeFou is like, I'm gay, I like men. It's just like, yeah. He's... Why are you telling me I don't care? Right, right. That's, yes. Yeah. Cool. Yes. Like, yes. Just yes. Like yes. That's the point I was trying to make. Not that, like, we should that's fine. I'm just gonna, I'm still, I'm still on my point. So you can feel free <laughs> to have your own thoughts. It's just upsetting yeah. is that you can, you don't have to talk about it. But if we don't talk about it in a movie that's going to make millions, probably a billion dollars or whatever, however much money they're going to make, and they're they're dropping hints, you can drop hints all you want. That's but it's fine. Not, it's not hints like in it, like a '80s movie. It's like, yeah, he's 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 just gay and like no one cares. No, that, but, but but you're assuming that. But it's like a, such a heroic thing. That LeFou in this new Beauty and the Beast, this remake, is, like, they're saying the first, like, outwardly gay character in Disney history. But it's there's, like, they're but, making it a big but, deal. But here's my issue. They're making the big deal because reviewers and people outside the movie are saying that this is the first gay character. Whereas now I'm watching the movie. When I watch the movie... How do I know you're a gay character? The, you, what, what do you, what, but what do you do for, but, 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 but even LeFou and the other person, see, what right. do you do so, to tell so, me that, okay, you're a gay character besides somebody else who says, oh yeah, we wrote him in his script. No, 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 and I totally, did, that, I yeah. think we're all getting on the same. To be fair, yeah, to be fair okay. though, I think that's the point. Dude, any of the dudes we worked with, did you know, so I have the word, so, Fun fact for the audience out there. I have the worst <laughs> gaydar in America. And so literally, like, I mean, what? At Apple was, like, surprised we all worked at Apple. Uh, I don't think we've ever said that before. Um, yes, we have many times. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, I forgot about that. So, like, I don't know what 30, 40% of the dudes were gay. Like, well below, uh, above the, like, national average. And I, I had no idea. And that's the fact that, like, that... I think that they wisely made it seem, like, not made it seem, uh, made it apparent that gay people are no different than straight people. Yeah. There's no difference. So, like, I don't think you have to come out and say LeFou is gay. You just have to say LeFou is a person who has his own character traits and that they're no different than anyone else. But here's my issue. But here's my issue. No, 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 no. Here's Did my you issue. assume they were all straight, though? I don't care. Okay. But here's my issue. Come on, Mario. Then why would so and that's if that's the case, and I completely agree with that. And yeah. what I'm saying is that you don't have to be like 
RuPaul's drag show. You don't have to be like out there says that we are all gay or at least like dress and drag because all the people on that show are yeah, drag. Yeah, I was going to say, not everyone no, no, that dresses that's drag. But when you come out and you say, after the movie is already filmed and screened and out, says, oh, okay, awesome, this is the openly gay, this is the first openly gay character. Why? Why do you say that? It makes a better example when they're not a flamboyantly gay character. But they're you don't. Just like, but, I love men. But you it's don't a, have it's, to say it's that. A better, it's a better example for for gay men and gay women out there to be like, well, no, no, you don't have to like, you don't have to be like this stereotype. You can just be a person and fit in with normal society because there's nothing, there's nothing different about you. But I guess the stigma they put on it was saying that. After I watched this movie, then I saw the stuff that says, okay, this is the openly gay character. Is that something that you want to tell me? Or is that something I should know going into it? Or am I going to notice that just from I watching I would say it one? doesn't matter. Again, to go back to your point, like, I didn't, I don't care about what, any of the sexualities of any of the characters. I just care if they're good characters. Mm -hmm. And then, the, literally the only two that actually mattered were Belle and uh, the Beast, because, you know, mm -hmm. I... I guess I assume they're not trans, so I guess like they're probably straight. But like literally everyone else doesn't matter. I don't care. They can all be gay. They can all be straight. It's but we're like at the point in society where we have to be like, did you notice how that Cheerios commercial, uh, like included a lesbian couple with their child? Like we're at that point where I we're hate like that though. It's. It's, no, 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 I, I know, but it's, like, trying to, like, be, like, eventually we should not See, I, I take that as, I take that as corporate, uh, like, bullshit, honestly. Like, they're just, like, lesbians, we're, we're hip with the culture. It's, like, I, I don't care but here's, here's the thing, whose that, genitals you like. But like, I think it's also good for <laughs> other I people. Don't, I don't care I don't, I don't, don't. Like, obviously there are people that don't care because they're open and accepting. Yeah. But there are people that are like, I don't really know about that culture very much. That's fair. And Cheerios is showing me that that's, that's called the South. And okay, well, yes, yeah. Okay. And, but <laughs> that's Cheerios telling me. that he's gay in this movie or in both movies? In this oh, movie. Just in this oh, movie. Just in this yeah. Movie. Oh, yeah. Okay. He was, he was very think. much. Okay. He could have been gay in the first one. I don't give a shit. Like, it's, it's all the same. Like, but I'm just wondering, yeah. are we arguing that it, I, this <laughs> is the first time he's openly gay? Yeah, well, I guess... He was I, openly gay in the original, and we're just finding out now. I guess my issue, and I guess the majority of the stuff, like the reason why I'm bringing this up is... We're in a society in which a lot of people are afraid to express who they are. And... You show me a movie that comes close, but not quite, but then you make a press release that says, oh, this is the first openly gay character, but he wasn't openly gay in the movie. He didn't, like, as he didn't say, hey, I'm openly gay in the movie. He didn't say that, but you wrote that in the actual play press release saying that this is who he is. Yeah, but that would have ruined the... But, but no, no, no. I guess imagine him having a line like, issue, but, but, by the way, I'm but, gay. But the, issue, like, the, but the issue is, is that... If you're going to say that in the release, why not do it in the movie? You could have. You chose not to. And you chose to do assumptions and hints without being direct and saying this. That's my issue with it. Because then 
there's people that's going to watch this movie and hopefully, I really hope people's going to really come to the sense that at one point in time, I really, really wish that it's not going to be like, we have to show people are gay. That's awesome. No, I really I wish it's not going to be the that actual thing. Gay Disney character. Correct. But Ursula is definitely a lesbian. <laughs> yeah. But this, yeah. but this is at the same time of the reason why we know that he's gay is because they either came out and said it, not because he said it in the actual movie. That's my thing. So, Warren, yeah. my question is then, did you want a coming out scene? I mean, I always thought things you wanted a scene. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, dude. yeah. I, do. I wanted that that's scene. I, I don't, I don't too, feel like <laughs> you dressing up people, uh, you dressing up a guy in drag and saying thank you is a coming out scene because a he's a side character with literally no lines and b at least somebody who's speaking in the Mexican movie should that should have been him or you should have given him some more time for that, Dylan? No, he should have had like a scene. Where he's like Bell in a vanity, where he's after after Gaston's like super mean to him, he goes off by himself and has a moment alone where he expresses his feelings for him. And I, yeah. I think that's how it should have went. Even if he's talking, no, to, because he, that goes no, back, yeah, that goes back to the original point. Well, where, who is a better guy than Gaston yeah, is? Why like, would he be in love with him? No, no, no. And why you does can, he have to be yeah, feminine in front of a vanity? But why can't he express his feelings? You can also have, be gay and have a male best friend, and like that doesn't matter. You don't have to be in love with them. No, not, just we're, because we're Gaston masculine. was hot. Like, but what he's saying, I feel like what Dylan's saying is not because he's best. He's gay. He's sorry. He just so happened to say that. What? Oh, he can come out and say that I'm I'm gay and I'm okay with it. Not because but he's in love with Yastan, just because that he is who he is. And so he, what is he supposed to go in front of Mir and be like, by the way, Mir, I'm gay. I have one criticism. Hit me. And I feel like you're going to hate it. Um, I liked the Beast more than I liked the Prince. And I felt like they didn't mesh that together well enough. Agreed. Once... once the beast became the prince. He was like a completely different person. They There's didn't a pussy. Together. But the eyes. He was but a the, wiener. But the he eyes. was a wiener. Words, in different words, what I wrote down in my in my um <laughs> in my notes <laughs> was that. Can you just I call him a pussy? <laughs> <laughs> the beast was more she was of a one. protector. Okay. Oh. And I just feel like. They didn't. They didn't express that well enough, and I don't think there were enough scenes after he became a prince for them to really put that all together. Um, the comment that she makes about how he needed more scruff was kind of hilarious, but I also agreed with it, and um, probably just like from a visual standpoint. And I understand that they're the same person, but I don't think that they fully expressed him as the beast in, like, Prince form. Mm. Let's get into grades. Everything that we know, everything that we've been chatting about, I know that probably Caroline and Mike are wrong on everything. So, Megan, are what would you... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Megan, how would you grade this movie? Initially, um, I was at an A. Okay. Mm. Mm. Maybe maybe I'm at like an A minus B plus after this conversation. And usually I'm pretty hard on movies. Like normally I don't like them, but I really oh. really liked this. You movie. feel the same way about movies you feel about people. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah. great. I, I was making a joke. I love that's the so honesty. sad. 
What? Oh, I'm sorry. I was making so a joke. Real. No, that's real. Yes. The longer I'm doing, you guys. The longer it gets dropped. Do you want to blow me up? Yeah, samesies. Oops, <laughs> Meg. Uh, so Megan's at a A A minus B plus. Dylan, what's up? I originally I, I'm kind of with Meg. I, I I really love the movie, but I think that I had my own biases about it that made me like it more to okay. begin with. And I think hearing some other you know compare and contrast kind of things definitely brought me down a little bit I would say more of like the the B plus A minus range I'm I'm with Meg on that um it didn't blow me away where I was like this is so much better than the original Mm. um I I still if I were Mike said something great earlier like if you were asked like what pick one or two right now like would you which would you watch I would still watch the original oh absolutely in my opinion absolutely uh, and, and like that that's why I don't give it an A plus I don't you know I don't think it blew anything out of the water but I still think it was a great movie so uh, boy? I give this a C plus what yes what <laughs> you fucking just changed that, you bitch. I know, I know. I, I initially gave it a B minus, and I changed it down because I was talking myself into a C plus. Uh, I thought that so. All right, cool. A couple weeks ago, uh, we had the whole thing where I was. I determined that I was overgrading all of my movies. I was saying like they were better than they deserve to be, and so this is where this is coming from. I initially gave it a B minus, and I bumped it down to a C plus because I think I was giving it more a benefit of the doubt because I actually watched the movie. Um, I thought that it just didn't, if you go on the standard grades, a C is like average. A C is like a movie that you'd want, like you could see, you could not see. And I thought it was a little bit better than that. I didn't think that it improved much over the original. And so therefore, like, why would you see this movie? Why wouldn't you just rent the original? I thought it, it did some stuff that was different. It obviously had an extra half hour to elaborate on. And I think I've explained myself through like my, my wins, but I don't think that it, it expanded too much on the mythos of what we've been presented before. I mean, I agree, I agree with you, man. I, I got all of those. I definitely think this isn't better than the original, but oh I, that's why I think the original is an A plus and that's why this is a B plus. I thought I will. So if I had to grade the original, I probably I'd probably have it an A minus. Like I don't think it's upper tier Disney for me, but I think it's it's right under it. But so, so you think it's twenty five to thirty percent worse? Oh yeah, easily, easily. That, that, look at it. Look at it in five years, and the Beast will look absolutely terrible. But it has nothing. You can look at you can look at the Beast now from the original movie. The original and. The original animated Beast still looks amazing. Because and that, I don't think that the Beast will hold up in this movie fair. now. But that's not fair. Cartoons are always going to look the same because it's fucking cartoons. You can't change them. So then that. why did you... But the moment that you put something 3D or animated, the technology for that time is obviously going to be dated from what's going to be the next then, five years. Then why did you do it as a CGI animated character? They changed up... Why not? What... What body shirts the beast had? They changed it to like, like a a ram and a bull and help me out. What else? Was uh, there? What else uh, Caroline's storytelling is absolutely <laughs> legendary. 
I don't know if you realize. No, no. So, 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 so this is and uh, but like okay. So, alright, to be fair, to be fair, I'll be honest about this. Like, I wasn't super excited. I don't like remakes. I said this earlier in the podcast, and I'll, I'll say it again. I don't like remakes. I I didn't want to see this movie originally until Warren was like, it's a remake. Until Warren was like, we're doing a podcast on it, go watch it. And I was like, alright, fine, Warren. Um, so, not yet. Uh, so, so to me, like I, again, like I re- I really don't like remakes unless they can offer something completely different than the original. And I don't think that this offered enough different than the original to make it worthwhile it, a standalone it was, movie. It was to the team, man. I get it. Yeah. And so, so for me, and again, that's where my rating. It was to the team, And so that's where the rating comes into. Like, I think that uh, the original Lion King was uh, second rate compared... I mean, again, I think the lowest rated movie da- Disney pro- I'd probably give was, like, a B plus. So, like, the fact that, like, it's an A minus movie is, like, kind of terrible for Disney, but also, like, amazing compared to everything else. You know, like, because Disney just puts out good stuff. Uh, I just didn't think it was worth it. So and also I thought I thought be our guest wasn't that good, and you had to do two, two songs. You had to get two songs right. Fair, fair. I mean, I agree with you on be our guest. Yeah, I wanted be our guest to be a little it. more. Okay, so I got chills at the like the. You got chills. The halftime part when they were like oh, one by one. La 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 No! See they did that way better than the original. The, like the original they, they actually did the halftime part for like thirty or forty seconds. And it, it was a long halftime part. And it was completely to, different than the original. Let's go back to why I really love being the beast. I was in the orchestra for it and like that. Us playing it in the orchestra really reminded me of how it was uh, portrayed yes. in the in the in the remake, if that's what you want to call it. I will call and it that. It that's was what that's what I'm calling just it. Nostalgic. That's I guess what I have to say about that. What's your grade? A. A. It's an A. It's not an A plus, which is A. No, no, it's an A. Okay. It's an A. Um, I I've already said why. I don't need to go into it again. Fair enough. So I will wrap it up and I will say uh, I hear everybody's concerns and (laughs) that wasn't even that funny. What are 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 y'all laughing at? Um, So I did enjoy the movie a lot. Um, I'm going to keep my grade. I'm not going to change my grade like somebody else. But I'm not gonna name any names, Mike. I bumped uh, it down to half. Yeah, I'm fine. But, uh, I'm very I, fine with that. I I would say this. I really wanted, I guess, two different casting choices, and I think those two would have made my experience a little bit easier. It's tough for me to see Hermione in this movie, so I really wanted somebody me else. Too. Yeah, I really what? wanted somebody else because Hermione. I felt like there was, there's nothing, there is literally nothing in this world, in her world, can stop Hermione at all. 
even when it's somebody that she thinks she's fallen in love with. And I felt like the moment that that happened, she kind of like conformed a little bit. And so when I look at Hermione, I look at a, a character that is literally unstoppable. Her knowledge is infinite and she can never stop going. And that's like a beautiful thing to me because somebody that powerful and somebody who really kind of proceeds of, hey, I am a strong woman and I don't need to have a man to try to dictate and try to like quantify who I am. That's who I am. So that's who Hermione is to me. And it's tough to see her in this role of... This is who I am, but the moment that her and the bees kind of link up, well, then she goes to him. That was tough for me. So that's why I was like, well, I, I wanted to see somebody else in that role. And it's tough, but because but I know that it's possible because Daniel Radcliffe, who plays Harry Potter, um, I loved him in, you know, the Swiss Army Man. And I loved him in the, uh, the... The Doctor's Notebook as a Netflix series. And I loved him in those two things because he truly stepped out of the Harry Potter realm. The other thing I really wanted to see was a different character than Josh Gad because I I really wanted LeFou to be just casted differently. The reason why is, uh, we said it before, I felt like because he was so famous from Frozen, they put a lot more focus, focus back on him to do more and I, I truly felt that if it was a different character, they would have probably did that character a little bit differently. I did not realize that LeFou and Olaf were the same yeah. character. Well, it's all no, Disney. No, no, no. Yeah. So, all, all Disney. Right yeah, all Disney. That's why. So, I was fine with it. <laughs> That's fine. Well, Jeff Gad was great. I, I, like, love, I love Jeff Gad in this yeah, movie. I mean, yeah. I was very much fine with it. I guess it. my thing is, like, the reason he's put in this movie, so therefore, oh, well, we have to give him almost equal screen time, right? And I felt like if it was a lesser or somebody who didn't know, they didn't really have to do that and they could have done a, a couple different things differently. So, with that being said, I still grade this movie A-. minus. I love this movie. I thought it, I think, I think LeFou should be played by the guy who played, um, uh, the guy who played Stephen Hawking in that movie. Ooh. Eddie Redman? Eddie Redman. Yeah. No. Not possible. But what? I would no. say... That's who I wanted to be that character. I want LeFou to play no, uh, Peter Pettigrew. Like... Oh. Yeah. Peter, really? Exactly. No, but LeFou is that's, younger yeah, than that. No, exactly. Because but he is I a like character that you should despise, not say, like. But the guy who played Stephen Hawking in that new movie... Eddie, Eddie Redman. It, yeah. That's yeah. The Danish girl. The, the guy. He was in yes. Uh, Fantastic Beast. Yes. Well, you just name it all the movies he right? did. So yes. 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 I love all those movies. Fantastic. Uh, the yes. Danish girl. Uh, Danish girl by far. Such I loved movie. him. Yeah. But I thought I really like him. I I don't think I could I could see him as the Beast. Yeah. But not really. But too yeah, small. Like He's too small. Too small. But I feel like he is more of like a, a leading man character. I thought they got the casting very I need, much right. I need, I need you to... I like the casting. No, I need you to cast LeFou like he was in the animated series. Uh, overweight, bumbling, but super loyal best friend. That's Josh Gad! That's so Josh Gad! Yeah, let me finish. But also evil in the fans that we can't like him. That's not Josh Gad. That was what the change was. Yeah, that's, that's bad. Because the, we were talking the, about 
what he made done. was and he about how he, helping he us embrace him too. Like that's the whole thing. This movie took all of these evil characters and made us like them. Oh, yes. I hate it. I hated everybody in this movie. I still didn't like Gaston, but I ended up loving the food. Absolutely. I'm just kidding. I like the other people. So my grade would be a a, a minus in the uh, in, in this movie. So I would say lasting thoughts before we wrap it up. Anything else? Somebody. Oh my god! <laughs> Why are you raising your hand? Oh god! Go go on. What's up? about like Stockholm Syndrome and the whole idea of Belle being abducted and falling in love with her after which is my main criticism of the entire story that's fair that is I actually for think, the remake and the animated I think they version, did correct? I think they did a pretty good job honestly of like her breaking out of the comfort zone of her village and being like the library scene honestly worked for me a lot where like she was like oh my god you're the first cultured person I've ever spoken to in my entire life. Because they paralleled it with a much smaller library. Right, right, right. So that's, and that's why I really, I like that where she's like, oh my, I, you're the first person that I can have an intellectual conversation with. Like, I think it parallels like real life where like, you're not going to find some like lady from India that you're like going to marry. You're going to find someone from your whatever local town you're in. Worcester. 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 (laughs) No, that's what I mean, but, like, it's, like, it's, like, the whole, like, concept of the one is, like, all right, well, who do you get around with or get along with that's, like, local to you? And I think that's a very poignant point that they brought up in Beauty and the Beast where it's, like, she really identified with the Beast because of the whole literary aspect of it. But... Also, could it be the fact that the moment that you see somebody is different than the town that you grew up in, that you're going to fall in love with this person because they're different than what you No, because if, if it was different, they could have taken it a whole bunch of different ways. The important part was the library, like the library scene, where he was different from the town, but yes. he also really, like, he read, he was a very well-read person with the expensive education, but and that's what caused that bridge to occur. Did you want him to have read all those books? He admitted he didn't. Was, I know. They were in yeah. Greek. What I'm asking. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I know. I know that. I'm, <laughs> what I'm asking is, would you want him to then re- read and know all the knowledge of the books? Therefore, he's like, well, for Bell, you've read all that you can, so your knowledge is this. But no. So for but it was, him, it's not. Warren, have you read every book that you have in your house? Absolutely. Yeah. I have. Oh. I have. Four, I, have, I, have, I, have I have four books here. Yeah, I was gonna say I have like no like, books. Just yeah. like seven books in my collection that I have not read yet. But it's an interesting dichotomy where you oh, can come from. Like that? You can come from a, a like a poor upbringing where you only have so many books, and um, Belle's like, oh, I've read every single book I have in my library multiple times, and the Beast is like, yeah, I've read most of them, but like. It's not possible. It's not possible to read all the books in the world. And, and his amount that he had to go through was way more than hers. Like, he technically was a more learned character because of his expensive education. And he could travel anywhere. And he could travel. Well, yeah. That's, I mean, that was kind of cool, but... Um, it's kind of weird, huh? But, but again, it goes back to the point where, like, I think they really clicked. It, rather than the whole Stockholm Syndrome, I actually thought that, yes, the Beauty and the Beast and the original animated, like, made it way more apparent that it was like, well, yeah, she just is Stockholm. Yes. But I thought this one 
truly did a very she good job of it. just being like, yeah, they bonded over their intellectual intent yeah. rather than any other kind of situation. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Yes. I appreciate this. Thank this you. is an amazing, arguably, maybe our longest podcast yeah. ever. With not even our full cast. Not, not until I edit this down. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to say, uh, Dylan... The Pootie Tang master, my friend. Thank you so much for coming up in our Denver, man. And uh, oh, dude, if it's okay for you, so much. yes. This is awesome. This is something I've been looking forward to for a long time, and I, I'm really glad that you, you guys welcomed me into this. So I really, really appreciate it. I mean, we appreciate it. Well, where we, where can we find and all the uh, people who's listening, right? Where can they find more of your workout on the internet or anything? What do you do? Um, well. I mean, I'm a musician. I do a lot of music. So if you want to listen to my music, I'm on uh, SoundCloud. You can find me on there. Electric Nancy. <laughs> nice. Uh, I knew it was something ridiculous. So I was excited. <laughs> Electric Nancy. Nice. There you go. Cool. Thanks so much, man. Appreciate uh, it, brother. Also, thank you so, so, so much. Way, way so far away in California. So I appreciate oh it so much. I text you. We have conversations all the time, I feel like. But Megan, I appreciate you coming on. And I would say, where can people find more of your work or anything that you do? Thank you. I'm the cool third of Friends with Blend, <laughs> um, in case anyone's listening. <laughs> Sit to that.com. All right. Sit to that. I'm not even, I'm not even going to it. <laughs> and last, our super special guest as well. Thank you for joining us live. And uh, we, me and Mike, as we thoroughly appreciate it. But uh, Caroline, where can we find more of your work? Or what do you do? Well, funny you should ask, Corin. I recently have worked up the courage to start my own Etsy account where I am trying to sell um, watercolor paintings of nude females so might be on etsy pretty soon needful things shop is what my etsy account will be nice thanks so much mike where can we find more of your work and what you do so i did find out even though i run it <laughs> even though i run all these accounts i found out that it's not my news music it's my news underscore band Oh, the fucking way. Apparently, apparently all the Ryan Dowds in the world that have been listening for the last three, three, you know, months. No, there's have, more than that, bro. Have been looking at the wrong social media. Yeah, it's my news underscore band. Uh, you might also recognize it as my anus underscore band, but it's depending on how you, you do that. Um, so yeah, we do that, that whole fun thing. Uh, I, I think I should support, you know, Jesse. Right now, as uh, he's not here, uh, <laughs> his, his is uh, just Rose Castle at 163.com. Oh, you, can, you can email our coworker Jesse at rosecastle once at 163.com. Oh, man. I gotta make all these. I gotta make all these. Um, uh, but uh, also for Megan, because uh, she's she's gonna come out and visit us. Um, May six, we're playing uh, somewhere in Boston. We're playing at uh, PA's Lounge. You should come out to that one. Oh, I'll be in California. Actually, yeah, I'll be in California. Yeah, I'll be visiting uh, Megan. Really? Mm. That's awful. But not really. <laughs> no. Yeah, I will be. Not really. Two two cities over from you. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I'll be in California. We're both going to weddings that weekend. It's weird. Yep, yep. 
But if anyone else is listening in the Boston area, that's where we'll be playing next. Cool. I uh, appreciate it. And My Hates Music just played at a uh, in Central Square last week, and it was awesome from what I heard. It was all right. Somebody broke a string, but it was fine. It was it was my worst performance ever, mm-hmm. but you know it's fine. I'm not I'm not dwelling on it too much. Uh, lastly, my name is Warren. Time with that seeing eye dog. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> We're not gonna bring that up, Dylan. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I do believe that was your worst performance. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was definitely not my worst. My name is Warren, and uh, we will be signing off. You can find more of our work. So we have a Patreon. So yeah, patreon.com slash down in front, in which case we're trying to raise money to do like podcast things as well as like host things. And we're trying to find and create a Twitter for one of our co-hosts, whose name is Jesse, which is awesome. And if we raise enough money, we can dye one of our other special guests, his name is Kyle. We're going to dye his hair black. We're excited about that. So uh, come in touch for that. What is, Je- what is Jesse's email again? Uh, Jesse's email is I'm so lonely 2017 that sounds right he has a couple and yeah. I keep on he has two there's one at gmail there's one at yahoo it's, it's strange um, so <laughs> the next review feel free to email us down in front podcast at gmail.com we have a twitter so it's at underscore d-i-f-p that's at underscore down in front podcast Reddit, so it's downinfront.reddit.com, feel free. And also for everybody who's not on iPhone or iOS, we do have a Stitcher, so feel free to look at us on Stitcher as well. Um, lastly, the other stuff that I actually do, I, I typically drink a lot. So I would say, so I would say, oh, casual. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, so uh, we, we actually drink a lot. I am the cooler, boom, uh, section of the two of the three uh, of Megan and Derek. So we have a Friends with Blends. We have a Twitter and a particular brand that we're working on. So sip to that.com. Feel free to kind of find us as well as on, uh, on Facebook. We have an amazing post that we actually posted about Beauty and the Beast for the last week. So go and check it out. Uh, and we'll be posting in, uh, about uh, all the wines we'll be drinking, also food pairings and things like that and kind of taste notes. But we're not snobby about it. We just <laughs> like wine a lot. Uh, and with that, I would say thanks so much, everybody, for coming on. This is arguably one of the largest podcast sessions we've had. So Sorry. I'm, no, no, no. This is good. <laughs> no, this is always good. Caroline. Uh, it's all of you. I'm, I'm, I super, I'm super excited. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm super excited. It's kind of late, but we uh, we all did it. And uh, I'll say goodbye. And thanks so much. Okay. Thank you. Bye, See nice you. to meet everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.